Purchase lease options or rent to rent? You decide. Hello, my name's Mark Fitzgerald. It's great to have you joining me here today. So, which is better, rent to rent or purchase lease options? For people who are just starting out, is where you take on a landlord's property. You give them a guaranteed rent each month. You take on the cost of the bills and looking after the properties and you rent it out to somebody else. People say it's subletting. In effect, it is a form of subletting, but it's very much along the same lines as a letting agent. A letting agent sublets a property on the landlord's behalf. We do exactly the same. How is this done correctly? Well, we use the relevant contracts. So we make sure that everything is fitting, everything fits in, and this is a legally binding agreement. Everybody knows what's going on in the properties and it's complete transparency. What is a purchase lease option? Well, a purchase lease option is where you take on a landlord's property as if it's your own. You pay them with the lease a guaranteed rent. You then take care of the properties if it's your own paying all the utilities, but you arrange to buy the property in the future for an agreed price. That is the difference between a purchase lease option and a rent to rent deal. Why do I love purchase lease options so much? Well, because you can lock a price in to buy the property in the future. Okay, but rent to rent is still brilliant in itself because it gives you cash flow. Now, when I say purchase lease option, so the three things that you're looking at there is one is you could look at purchasing the property. So let's say for argument's sake, and these are made up numbers, there's somebody wants to sell their house for £200,000. They don't need the money right here and now. Maybe they've remortgaged it a few times and they haven't got any equity anyway. They just want to remove the hassle and offload the property. We come in, we could lock in the £200,000. You know, let, let's not even look at below market value or anything like that. We could lock in a £200,000 price, but say that we will buy it off them in three to five years or even up to seven years time. But in the meantime, we'll lease it. Okay, so purchase lease. The lease is the guaranteed rent part. Now that can be anything that you want. Okay, it doesn't have to be massive amounts of money or anything. It could be 500 pounds. It could be less than that. It could be a pound at the end of the day. But you will be leasing the property from the landlord. So normally to make this work, you set a price in now. You say, I'm going to buy it in three to five years time. I'll lease it off of you now for this set rent. So let's say for argument's sake, this is an HMO, a house of multiple occupation, where the rooms are all let out on individual ASTs, you could say because you'll get more rent than you would with a buy-to-let, I'll, I'll, I'll buy the property off you for £200,000, I'll rent the property and give you a lease for £1,000 a month over the next three to five years, so that's quite a chunk of change for them as well, uh, and in that time I'll take care of the property as if it's my own, you can walk away complete and safe in the knowledge that you've removed the hassle, that you're going to sell the property uh, and that, but that you're going to make some good money in the meantime. Now, the option part, purchase lease option, is where you have the option, not the obligation to buy the property, okay? So how it works is we lock in a price, we lock in a guaranteed rent, a lease fee, if you like, and then we have an option to buy the property in the designated time. Now, some people will say, well, if it's an option, can you choose to buy it and then choose not to buy it? 
and they start getting worried. Yes, you can, but equally, you can have an option that is assignable. What do I mean by assignable? It means basically, if I get to the option period where I want to buy the property, but I don't want to buy it, I can assign it to another investor. I could and assign the deal to somebody else to buy. Now, if I was to do something like that, I would like to make sure that I know that person that's going to buy it so it's not going to mess the vendor around. Remember, please, 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 we have to make sure that when we do these deals, we have the end in mind. So do not do a purchase lease option deal and not intend to ever buy the property. You want to give it back to them. That's not a good way to go about things, okay? You don't want to be looking at giving the property back to them. You want to be looking that you're going to buy it If circumstances change and you cannot buy it in the future, you can assign it to somebody else. So I like to build rent-to-rent businesses. So if I do a purchase lease option, I'm looking to buy that property and still have my company managing it. Now, for whatever reason, maybe I don't want to buy that property. Maybe I'm not financially in a position to buy that property. There's lots of if, buts, and maybes, which why making it assignable, making it as an option is very, very handy. What you can do then is, you see, I could look for an investor and I could say to the investor, I offer a guaranteed rent because I do basically rent to rent on this already with my business. If you buy it, this is the guaranteed rent that I can offer you. I can assign this to you. I continue to manage and still make my money from the property. They make their money from the property and it's a win-win for everybody. So I hope that makes sense about how a purchase lease option works. Why rent to rent, I actually think is a very good strategy. Purchase lease options are a little bit better because you get to buy the property at the end, but purchase lease options are not classed as a strategy. I would never say to anybody, purchase lease options, my strategy. Rent to rent is a strategy because you can build and grow rent to rent relatively easy. You can mark it out to manage other people's properties, whether that's with HMOs or whether that's with serviced accommodation. But purchase lease options are a tool that you have in your property investing toolkit to be able to release or launch whenever you come across the opportunity to do so. If you're just out looking for purchase lease options and that's it, you're not looking at anything else, you're going to miss so many great opportunities out there. Okay, so do make sure that you use purchase lease options as a tool. Uh, And remember as well that when it comes to contracts, you know, rent to rent contracts, we use commercial lease, we use management agreements. um, But when it comes to purchase lease options, we're going to be going through solicitors. So there are a lot of fees to be paid when doing contracts on a purchase lease option. And if you were to take on a portfolio of properties, so let's say the landlord's got five properties, you're going to help them by buying the properties over time, over the years to help them with their capital gains, uh, capital allowances and everything. What you can do is uh, you can you can then you know sort of rotate buying a property every 12 months. You can lease the properties off them in that time. The money that you make from leasing the properties, you could save and use it towards deposits for buying the properties when the time is right, of course. So if you've got five properties all making you money, you could take all of the profits from the five properties and start buying the first one. Then you've got four profits. Well, you've still got five because you own the property now and vice versa. You can start to roll all of that money into buying property. That's why when they say no money down, you're able to do so. Now, a purchase lease option will cost you, if nothing else, a pound. 
as an option fee, so to speak. So you will put a pound down for it to be uh, an agreement. All right. That's why they say buy a house for a pound. Fundamentally, they're normally a lot more money than that. Of course, you could say a pound, but then you've got solicitor's fees. Now, if you're doing uh, or if you are offering to pay for the solicitor fees for your landlord, then, you know, you're going to be looking at paying probably about 1200 quid for you, maybe a couple of grand at least for them. Why is it more expensive for the vendor? Because there's probably more work to do. Well, there is more work to do at the end of the day. They own the properties, so they've got to do all the searches on the properties and things. Whereas when it's just your contract, it's just you and your business. So there will be more costs there. You're looking at, you know, two, couple of grand easily, maybe three grand, something like that. So you just want to budget these things in. Now, you don't necessarily have to have that money yourself. You could loan the money from somebody else or, 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 or get creative with how you can raise the funds for this sort of thing. But just remember, you do want to have on a purchase lease option, a contract, a separate contract agreement on each of the properties. So back to my example, if we were going to do a portfolio of five properties, you would need contracts on each property, not one contract to do them all. Each property needs its own contract. Very, very important that you do that. Do not scrimp on these things. Do not ask for a contract online or off of uh, Facebook or the internet or anything like that. You need to seek proper professional advice from property professional solicitors as well, okay? Don't just go to any old normal solicitor or let the vendor do that either because a lot of solicitors will not know how to do the commercial uh, property agreements. Okay, so... One of the questions I get asked all the time is, why would a landlord agree to this? Well, I also get the same question when it comes to rent to rent. Why would a landlord give me their properties? And it was a stumbling block that I had when I started out. You know, when I started in property, when I was in the corporate world and I was hating my job and I just wanted to get out of it, I wanted to start a property business for myself. The first few doubts I had were, why would landlords agree to let me manage their properties earn a good income from it, why wouldn't they just do it themselves? Very much the same when it comes to purchase lease options. There's a couple of things on that. Obviously, if it's on the market to sell, you think in our heads, they just want to sell it. They just want the money. It's not a case of that. Like with anything in property, you have to talk to people. You have to communicate with them, but you have to have conversations. You have to build up relationships you have to see what the problem is. You'll have heard me say this a million times before if you've watched or listened to any of the podcasts or YouTube videos, that you have to know what their pain point is. What do they need? And of course, we can't go into situations saying, I'm going to do a purchase lease option or I'm going to do a rent to rent deal here if we do not know what the vendor needs. The vendor might not need either one of those two, either strategies or tools to be used for their circumstances. In which case we go in there, They say no, we think it doesn't work. It does work, we just haven't found the right vendor or agent to work with. And of course, it is trial and error. And that's why we say purchase lease options is a great tool because it's something, like I said to you before, you can do rent-to-rent deals. If you're doing a rent-to-rent SA, rent-to-SA, or you're doing HMOs, you can go out there, you can negotiate a rent-to-rent deal, and it's easy, easy peasy, to change or to negotiate um, a purchase lease option deal with any landlords because all you have to do is ask them one very simple thing and that is, if you ever want to sell your property, please come to me first. I can, in most cases, pay your um, solicitor fees and we will cut out any estate agency fees as well. So a lot of landlords that I've worked with have come to me 
uh, and said this, not all of them have been the right deals for me. Not all of them I've wanted to own or buy, but there have been a few, a little handful that I have done myself. Uh, and it's also a great strategy if you're living in a property at the moment and potentially maybe you haven't got enough money to buy a property or you want to move to a property that's maybe just outside of your budget or something. Being able to find the right property, the right motivated seller, for want of a better word, can help you actually move into properties that you never thought you'd be able to live in as well. So it's great, great, great for that. But why would they do it? Because they've got a problem, okay? Because they need help and because we can remove the hassle. So as I say, somebody might be a portfolio landlord. They might be looking to offload a portfolio. A portfolio to an, uh, to an estate agent, you might think is a dream come true, but it's not. So let's take our landlord who's got five properties. He goes to an estate agent. I've got five properties to sell. Happy days. The estate agent's then thinking to himself, now I've got five houses to check, five due diligences to do. I've got to go through taking all the pictures and everything. And that doesn't even guarantee me that I'm going to sell any of these properties. So whilst the other agents are looking at one property here, one property there with more chance of selling, one agent is taking all this time looking at five properties, which potentially could be given to another agent at any point in, you know, in the game. Um, so it's not always the best interest for them. They don't always know how to market these things very well as well. So all of a sudden for an agent, that could become very difficult. But if an agent knows that you can deal with portfolios and I wouldn't go in there saying purchase lease options. In fact, don't don't say rent to rent either. When you're talking to people, property management is good or we are looking for portfolio landlords who are looking to sell the portfolio. Simple as that. Let that be in your little black book of the agent so that they contact you when somebody says, hey, you've got a few properties to sell. I tell you what, I'll give Mark a call just to see what he can do. And of course, there is a lot of work that goes into doing purchase lease options, which is why you need to know what you're doing. OK, now, if you need any help with your property investing or getting out there doing your rent to rents, HMO serviced accommodations, deal sourcing, anything like that, purchase lease options, do visit thepropertyunleashed.com where we have free masterclasses. We have free books. We have deal analyzing spreadsheets all for you to be able to download uh, and help you on your property investing journey. OK, so make sure that you do check that out. Uh, and obviously we have the Property Unleashed podcast and YouTube channels as well to be able to help you and assist you on your property investing journey. And if you're enjoying this, please hit subscribe uh, and leave a comment. It's always great to hear what uh, you all have to say when it comes to these. So some landlords, some sellers might be thinking that they need to sell a property. They might be locked into a mortgage and we want favorable mortgage terms if we're going to do a purchase lease option because there's no point if somebody's mortgage is run out and they're on a high interest rate doing a purchase. It might not stack. The numbers might not stack. But if they're locked into an agreement for another two, three, four, five years, they may have to pay an early redemption fee. Uh, if they sell the property now, whereas we can basically we could babysit their mortgage for them and say, well, when your mortgage terms are about to run out, we will buy the property off of you. OK, so it sounds really feasible. It makes sense to them. And of course, it's saving them money as well. So those are just a few of the things or a few of the ways that you can do purchase lease options and why they work so well. But you have to find the problem, as I've said before, because if you don't, you might be trying to force something that's not going to work. They may get buyer's remorse and you don't want to start spending out money on contracts, surveys and things only for the only for the deal to fall through. So which one is better, rent to rent or purchase lease options? Well, 
as I've said before, they are very, very similar. Okay. Now I have found some, in some cases doing a rent to rent deal is a little bit easier. Okay. It's a little bit cheaper to do. Once you've got the contract, you're great. You don't have to do individual contracts. So solicitors fees aren't massive. You know, my students, they use my contracts. So they've got a base template they can take to solicitors if need be and get them to look over it. It's a lot cheaper than getting one drawn up from scratch. Whereas purchase lease options, you just cannot do that. So there is more expense. There's also more due diligence that needs to be done when you're doing, obviously, a lease option deal. A rent to rent deal can be done very, very quickly. You could do a rent to rent deal in a couple of days. You could do it in a day at the end of the day. Uh, hey, do it in a day at the end of the day. But you could look at a property in the morning, negotiate for lunchtime and grab the keys with the signed contract in the afternoon if that's what you wanted to do. A lease option is going to take you three, four weeks uh, maybe a little bit longer, maybe up to about six weeks to get everything through uh, and done, depending on the deal, depending on how many properties that you're looking at doing. Uh, now, I wouldn't say that um, because of those negatives, rent to rent is great and better. I would just say again, I like to do rent to rent deals, get my feet under the table, do a good job for this landlord, build up the no like and trust. And then if they want to sell it in the future, they're going to come straight to me and they can make it in to a purchase option or a purchase lease option. And of course, if you're deal sourcing and you're going in looking at vendors' properties, you want to be doing purchase options. Forget the lease. You don't want to lease the property and give them a monthly fee. But what you want to be locking in is a purchase option. So we're going to buy this property with the option. Either the option is we do buy it, we don't buy it, or we assign it to somebody else. And that's how you can lock an agreement in when you find a really nice property that's, you know, got uh, excellent value and you can sell it to some of your investors. You lock a purchase option in for that price. Then the vendor knows what they're getting. You can then go and find your investors. They cannot then go behind your back because this agreement's already in place. So you can then execute the option to sell the property, uh, assign it to your investor. Happy, happy days. So that's another way that you can use these when you're deal sourcing or if you've come across a property that's not right for you, but you've found that it's a real good deal and you know that you could sell it on to somebody that you know, you can do that, lock in the agreement so that the vendors knows what they're getting, the investor knows what they're getting, put them together and get a fee for your troubles. So I love property because there's so many different ways that you can do things. I do work with a handful of uh, of investors on a one-to-one -one level, whether you're just beginning, whether you've already started or whether you just want to scale up and systemize a business. So check out the Property Unleashed and go onto the one-to-one -one site there. Uh, you can register there and then you'll have a chat with either a member of my team or potentially even myself if I'm available. Um, and if you do want to find out more, then we can help you and give you some more advice on that as well. So which one's better? Hey, they work hand in hand. One's a strategy, i.e. rent to rent a strategy, whether, as I say, you're going to use the SA strategy or the HMO strategy. Purchase lease options are a tool uh, and it's a really good tool to learn and get out there and find out more about. So I hope this episode has helped you. I look forward to you joining me in the next episode. Click on the link uh, and join me there now. Take care and bye for now.